The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The Summit Lighthouse brings you practical spiritual answers and is the open door to sacred mysteries. These teachings, delivered by Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, are compelling, thought-provoking, and timeless. Here are your hosts, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. And greetings, everyone, and welcome to The Open Door. This is the online voice of the Summit Lighthouse, the worldwide headquarters for the teachings of the Ascended Masters, which we happily publish and practice. Now, our core message is that you have a Christ self and an I Am Presence within. And our goal is to help you to awaken as fully as possible to this awesome reality. Now, in this vein, today's program is focused on opportunity, that knocking you hear and feel within your soul that's trying to point you in the direction of home, where you and your twin flame were originally created and given life. So let's begin with some definition of our inner divinity, our Christ self and I am presence. What is this Christ self that we're referring to? Well, I'm Sid Bennett. Nice. Oh, hey. <laughs> and I'm Jerry Kennedy. And I'm Tom Schumacher. Holy smoke. This is a revelation all by itself. <laughs> you are so excited about this. You went directly into that. I couldn't help myself. I know. Okay. Okay, Sid. So, Sid. <laughs> you know, Jesus said the kingdom of God is within. Right. What does that mean? The kingdom of God is within. Is it, is it hiding someplace in there? Well, in, in essence, it kind of is. Yeah. And I think what the core teaching of the Ascended Masters is, is that we have God within us. When God created us, he took a portion of himself mm-hmm. and put it in us. Now, that's a pretty stunning thing, isn't it? He created oh, well, us in his own image. Is, yeah. We have a Holy Christ self, just like Jesus had a Holy Christ self. Jesus became his Holy Christ self. He merged with his outer consciousness, his humanness, became Christ. And so that is our path too. And this is not a message that is being preached from the pulpits these days, no. that you have God within you, you have the potential to become the Christ, and there is a path that must be walked to get there. It is not automatic. And when we talk about opportunity in this context, we're talking about the fact that we're not always conscious of this reality. So that when that consciousness becomes, when we become open to that consciousness, we can consider that a moment where the masters have reached through the veil and have basically said, Here's something you might be interested in because this is what your soul has always been asking you for and this is where you want to go. Yeah, and you know, uh, I'm just thinking of this phrase, light bearers of the world unite in the name mm-hmm. of St. Germain. And it's the kind of thing that when the reason we do this show is so that we can contact those souls who will, when, when we speak a certain phrase or we speak a certain word or they hear the voice of Elizabeth Clare Prophet or Mark Prophet, something will strike a chord uh, in their being, and yeah. say, this is true. I'm going to pursue that. Yeah, there's a concept we've used many times in the past about this signal-to-noise ratio. We're talking about pure signal getting through all the noise. Right. And the noise is rampant in our and, experience. And the challenge is not just, like you said, the noise and through the media and everything else we're dealing with, but for those of us who are brought up in a Christian environment, okay, let's start with you know the basic <laughs> premises, okay, your, your you know, original sin, you're a worthless sinner. Okay, what's that message? 
Instead of God is within you, you have the potential to become the Christ, you're a worthless sinner. Well, that doesn't do a lot for self-esteem, does it? No. And second thing is, you know, the only way you're going to get to heaven is because Jesus paid the price for you. Well, you know, we all like to do it for ourselves to a certain extent, and, and that is the intention of God, that we win the victories with his help and with the angels' help and so forth, but we have to walk this path ourselves. And so it, it, you know, it requires a shift, and people almost feel like, oh, how dare I not believe what my parents taught me? Mm-hmm. You know, how dare I not believe what the priest told me? You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling guilty already. Well, listen to your own still, small voice within. Listen to your soul that is, is saying, you know, there's something different out there. There's more. Be open to it. Be willing to talk and think and pray about what you're hearing to see if it's really the reality that will change your life. Because if we're unwilling to do that and we just, you know, quiet the soul and say, don't bother me, we get so busy with things, whether it's media or external things, we don't hear that still smaller voice and we don't hear the cry of our soul. And we choose to become, as Pink Floyd referred to it as, comfortably numb. Yeah. You know? And, and you know... <laughs> I don't mean to bring Pink Floyd into this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I missed that one. Well, yeah. uh, I was listening to John Denver, maybe. <laughs> oh, but, well, I wanted to make sure it's clear. The point I'm bringing up is that <laughs> they captured the essence of the experience of going into a tuck, oh, of being sort of immune to the soul's yearnings and the soul desires. And that's why I brought it up. Uh-huh. And, okay. and people do that. I think part of the reason they do that is because they're confused. They don't know who to listen to. They've got the media and the world preaching, you know, this eat, drink, and be merry gospel. Yeah. And you don't have to do anything because you're saved. And so it's confusing to the soul. And so I, I think one of the most important things to do as an individual is to take time in solitude whether it's early in the morning or on a walk, mm-hmm. where you just reflect and think about God and say, God, you know, what, what is your truth? Is, is, do I really have you inside of me? Do I really have the potential to become the Christ? But you have to listen. And what the challenge on, on, on living in planet Earth these days, it's very hard to listen because it is drowned out by culture, by society, by friends, by religious leaders. You and God, listen to God and see if this doesn't ring a chord. And then if it does ring a chord, be willing to take a step, take an opportunity to find out where do I go from here. Yeah, exactly. I was just, as you were saying that, I was remembering that the show content as we've done it over the last five years has been organized around those basic questions of who am I? This is in this case, you are a son or daughter of God and you share that divinity with God. Why am I here? Well, you're not here just to get good at some you know, some skill, you're, you're here to get out of here. Yeah. You know, you're trying to get back well, home. Well, you're here to, to gain mastery, and that may be in the physical plane, it may be in the spiritual plane, but there's a purpose to why we're here, yeah. other than just self-gratification. Well, and you said something a moment ago that um, about, you know, we have to do this on our own, that the whole concept of Jesus dying for our sins, well, in some respects, we're talking about the fact that he he held our karma at bay until we could master ourselves enough to be able to handle it on our own. He did die for our sins, but in only, that, in that respect. only to give us the opportunity right. away from our karma for a while mm-hmm. to grow spiritually. Well, and that while we may have to balance our karma on our own, we're not alone. We have the masters, we have the angels, we have the elementals. We've got a lot of allies, friends in high places who are with us every step of the way. And other thing you said real quick, we can have that conversation with God. We can simply walk and talk with God. And one of the most widely listened to shows we've ever done was in that very subject. 
is walk and talk with God. He's your friend. You know, remember the, yeah. the disciples on the road to Emmaus. They walked and talked with Jesus and he explained them thing, to things to him. Yeah. So you can have that direct contact with God and you can feel that prompting. But God expects us um, to take action. This is not a passive path. Yes. The angels are there to help us, the ascended masters. But, you know, God helps those who help themselves. And so we can't just sit around and say, you know, uh, we expect to get someplace by not moving. And I mean, I'm talking about moving spiritually, making an effort, making a striving, invoking light, you know, correcting those things in our lives we know are out of balance. It's a path to be walked. And there is opportunity today for that path that is a unique opportunity in history. It doesn't happen this often, but it's there now. You know, when we were putting the show together, excuse me, Terry. That's okay. We uh, titled it uh, The Winds of Opportunity, and this basically reflects the title of a lecture that we're going to be playing for you in just a few minutes. And the whole point being that we have to be uh, in a certain state of readiness for when the opportunities do come because they're not limitless. We don't get opportunities necessarily every day to make progress on the path. When those opportunities come, it may have been lifetimes, may have been eons, who knows, so when it's there, don't lose the opportunity. Yeah, and yeah. What, ha- what blocks opportunity? It can be personal karma. It can be world karma. It could be anything. Because free will reigns supreme on this planet, which we've talked about a number of times, mm-hmm. you know, things aren't on this planet the way, the way God wants them to be. And because of that, there's limited opportunity because people get so dense, as I said, they don't even hear their still small voice within. How can they respond? So there are, the door is open now, mm-hmm. and the winds of opportunity are there. But we can't sleep through this. No. We, we have to be alert and awake and saying, okay, I'm not sure exactly where to go, but I'm going to take this next step because it's the most logical one, and I feel a response in my heart. There's something saying, yes, take that next step. And then one step leads to another and on and on. And, and, on. and I think as El Moria said, you know, the trek upward is worth the inconvenience. <laughs> and what people will find, uh, you know, a, a true seeker will find that they can kind of test the waters around them within their within their family, within their friends, mm-hmm. and whatever. And you, you throw out something that you believe in your heart is is true, and that maybe maybe you've heard on this show. And if you don't get any response for from people, if it if it appears to go in one ear and out the other, uh, don't just set it aside. Don't bury it because you may have a whole new group of friends that you need to connect with that are in alignment with this new way of thinking. So, you know, there's going to be opposition to your standing up in the middle of a lecture and saying, excuse me, but I'm going to leave because... (laughs) You're not making any sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Do you kind of get the idea of, of... I just want to say to people, be ready for the opposition because the trek upward is worth the inconvenience, and it is going to be a little inconvenient from time to time. But, you well, know, I, I, if I can just add to that, Terry, you know, I grew up, in, as you know, in a, in a very conservative Christian atmosphere, and I felt there was much more. But that doesn't mean there weren't wonderful, dear, precious souls very devoted to Jesus and their spiritual path. Oh, yeah. That's right. But they had a limited theology, limited where they could go. Mm-hmm. They could express that love, and they did, many of them, uh, in a tremendous way. But it was limiting in terms of where I knew there was more. I knew there was a greater goal. I knew there was an effort and a path that had to be walked. I love them dearly. I respect them. But I needed more. Yeah. You know, I yeah. shared with you that when I, um, for those of you who don't know this, I was in a Catholic seminary for some time. And when I left it, uh, I remember my, my mother being somewhat disappointed 
one of their priests in the family. She asked me, you know, why are you leaving? And without thinking, I said, because my God is bigger than the church. I didn't mean that in a derogatory manner. I didn't mean that it wasn't a beautiful experience in some respects, but that I recognized, as you just said, too, that I knew there was something more. I knew there was something greater and that my connection to that greater thing was much more intimate than I had been taught. And you know what I think part of it was for me, and I I suspect for all of us, was deep down we knew that this was the lifetime we were supposed to make our ascension. And to make our ascension, you know, it just doesn't happen, as I said. It's Mm -hmm. a lot of hard work. It's a lot of karma balancing. It's a lot of striving on the spiritual path of being taught by our teachers and so forth because there is a way up the mountain. And we need guides to do that. But... I think some of us have felt this is the time God is calling and saying, you've meandered on planet Earth probably just quite long enough. <laughs> so apply yourself, and you, if you do it, if you apply yourself, you can make your ascension in this life. How can we do that? Because of the violet flame, because of the sponsorship of the ascended masters, because of all the freedom of religion we enjoy. So the, the equation is all there, but we have to take advantage of it. And if we don't take advantage of it, it's not going to happen. It becomes, in effect, a wasted opportunity. Yeah, winds of opportunity. It's a, it's a, great, it's a great title for it's the a great title. Kind of, And I love yeah. that, you know, you know, don't wait for someone to hand you the torch. <laughs> right. You have to seize the torch of your own divinity and walk it in humility and in love and trust yeah. that God will get you there if you're willing to walk and make the effort. You know, and that's a really important point to stress because that willingness signals exactly what we want our inner divinity, our, our Christ self and our holy our in presence to know. Say, yes, we say yes, that we are choosing. We always have choice, as you said in the beginning. We make the choice every day. It isn't that we just simply do it one time. We're going to be tested. Sometimes that yes may want to turn into a no because of situations, circumstances, whatever. That's when mastery becomes a really important part of this process. And we continuously say, yes, yes, I am on my way. And, and, and <laughs> you know, if you, make, if you make that affirmation and you make that call and you pray to God, I, I sense that something is going on here and I want to know more and I'm willing to be an initiate on, on some sort of a new path. You will be answered. Oh, yeah. The and angels will. If you come in humility <clears throat> and willingness to learn and understand, as I did, that I didn't have the answers. I knew that very early on. <laughs> you know, so I was willing to be tutored by the Ascended Masters, thank mm-hmm. God. And, and that, you know, you're going to make mistakes, you're going to stumble, you're fall, and you just get up, yep. and you keep going. There's no condemnation in God, and so if we make mistakes, we learn from them, move on. But this is a, it's an exciting way of life. Oh. I don't know what other people do. And you, and you know, <laughs> so, one thing God does not say is, you're never going to amount to a thing. <laughs> you know, I mean, you hear, you know, there are parents that tell their children that, you know, for yeah. one reason or another, but we don't hear that from God. Never. Well... On this um, theme of the winds of opportunity, uh, we're going to take a short break right now. But when we return, we're going to listen to the first of a two-part excerpt from a lecture by Elizabeth Clare Prophet titled The Winds of Opportunity. So please stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom 
delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. Right now, all over the world, warriors of light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. See for yourself. Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free, no login required. Simply go to tsl.org slash keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Lessons are printed or available online for any time, anywhere access, and anyone can join. Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential. Become a Keeper of the Flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org slash keepers and prepare to accelerate. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And we are indeed back, and just to make up for my... Uh, earlier lapse of uh, memory, whatever. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Terry Kennedy. I'm Sid Bennett. Good. Now we all know who you are. That's great. Um, well, anyway, we're going to play for you now the first of a two-part lecture ex- excerpt on the subject of opportunity. And as you listen, you will notice that the pace of this lecture is a bit slower than usual. And here's why. This lecture was delivered in Mexico City, and Mrs. Prophet is altering her pace of delivery to help the translators keep up. So here's part one of Winds of Opportunity. There's not one of us who isn't concerned about where our world is headed. We look around us and we are burdened by what we see, the crime and corruption, the poverty and abuse of power. We see not only the pollution of our environment, but a much deeper pollution that affects the minds and the souls of the little children. We want to help, but we don't always know how. It all seems so overwhelming. Thus, I come with a message of hope. I come with a vision of the future. And I come to show you how we together can make that vision a reality. We have all heard the prophecies for the coming millennium. Ancient and modern seers have said that the coming age, the Aquarian age, can be a time of turmoil, war, and even cataclysm. This has borne out right before our very eyes. 
or it can be a time of tremendous spiritual and technological progress, a time when we break free from the past. I believe we should look at the future as realists. I do see the handwriting on the wall, but I also see a unique solution to our dilemma that can shape the new millennium into a golden age if we determine to make it so. In fact, we are at one of those supremely important moments in history when people like you, with the spiritual knowledge of who they are and where they are going, can create a future that will ennoble mankind for ages to come. I say can because it is not automatic. We have free will, and God respects that free will. If there's one thing that you take away with you today, it is that you have the freedom to determine your victory, your life, your being. So where do we start? How do we start? We have to start with ourselves. I believe that if we want to change the world, we must begin by changing ourselves. As Gandhi once said, you must be the change you wish to see in the world. I believe with all my heart that we can change the world one by one by one. That is the only way it will happen. As Lao Tzu said, if you want to awaken all of humanity, then awaken all of yourself. It all starts with you and me. It also starts with a certain way of looking at life. To make our vision of the future a reality, we must be able to see the winds that whirl around us, pushing us this way and that as winds of opportunity. I want to tell you a little story. It's a story about a sailor and a sailboat. It's a story about a dream. And it's a story about you and me. At the beginning of the story, we meet Pedro, a young boy who grows up on an isolated island. The boy spends a lot of time around the harbor. He gets to know all about the sailors and the fishermen and their boats. He spends every spare moment at the docks. But there is one old sailor who is Pedro's favorite. His name is Antonio. Antonio has traveled far and wide. Antonio is more than a friend to Pedro. He is a mentor. Every day, Pedro runs to the harbor to meet his friend. The old man teaches the boy about fishing and about sailing and about all the lands he has visited. But there is one place that he is especially fond of. He calls it simply the land on the other side of the horizon. Not many people have ever visited this land because it is surrounded by rough seas but the old sailor has. He tells Pedro that his only real wish in life is to sail to that country again and to stay there. What is this country like, asks Pedro, 
and why do you like it so much? Antonio explains that the land is more beautiful than he could ever imagine. A tall, white lighthouse greets you as you enter its safe harbor, he says. The sun shines brightly, and there are abundant fruit trees, beautiful streams, and mountains. But Antonio says that what really makes the land across the horizon so wonderful is its people, the quality of its people, the quality of their chakras, of the light that flows through them. They are kind and gentle. They love one another as if they were all brothers and sisters. And whenever anyone speaks, there is a smile on their face. The old man says that never in all his travels has he met such loving people. One day, Pedro says, Will you take me to this land? When the time is right, says Antonio, you will visit the land across the horizon. But I'll tell you what, he adds, let's start building a boat now. When the boat is ready, you will be ready too. So as the years go by, the old man teaches the boy everything he knows. He teaches him now how to become a master sailor. He teaches him how to navigate through the rough seas. He teaches him how to protect himself from the extremes of sun and wind and rain. And together, Pedro and Antonio build a sturdy sailboat with strong masts and rigging. Antonio lets the boy do most of the work so that he can learn exactly what it takes to build such a sturdy boat. And if Pedro makes a mistake, Antonio shows him what went wrong and makes him fix it because he knows that that is how the boy will learn the best. Building a boat like this, especially when you have to undo all of your mistakes and fix them, takes a long time. In fact, it takes them years. While they are building, Antonio also teaches Pedro about that something extra that only the best of sailors have developed. When faced with a challenge, Antonio teaches, always go within and commune with your inner teacher, your inner Christ self. His guidance is unerring. You will need it. And Antonio continues, when the wind is with you, be sure to take it. Whatever you do, don't let the wind get the better of you. Don't panic. It's not what happens to you. It's how you react to what happens that counts. Learn to turn the wind to your advantage. You can make it through anything if you remember that. Every challenge Every challenge is an opportunity. On the way to the land on the other side of the horizon, continues Antonio, the seas are rough, but they are not too rough for you. You will know that you are home free when you see the tall white lighthouse by the cliffs. The day finally comes when the boat is ready. 
I have taught you everything I know, says Antonio, and I have taught you well. You are ready, he tells Pedro, slapping him on the back. Don't let anything stop you. Promise me you won't let anything stop you. You have what it takes. Never doubt yourself. So the old man and the young man agree to meet at dawn the next morning. And we will take a break right now at this point. We will return for the second part of this lecture after a short break. Please stay with us. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face. And their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to The Open Door. Brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And we are back. Thanks very much for staying with us. Let's continue right where we left off with our lecture excerpt entitled Winds of Opportunity. Here we go. Even before dawn, Pedro is at the pier. The sun rises on a beautiful, breathtaking day. There is a still calm over the entire island. Antonio is a little late, 
So Pedro goes ahead and makes sure everything is ready, just as Antonio has taught him. He looks around for Antonio, but he cannot find him anywhere. He runs to Antonio's home, but his dear friend is not there either. Pedro runs back to the pier where the sailors and fishermen are now busy at their boats. But nobody has seen Antonio. There's no hurry anyway, they tell Pedro, because there's no wind. You can't go anywhere without a breeze. So patiently, Pedro waits the day out, but Antonio never appears. The next morning, the sun shines or another, on another beautiful day, but today there is a perfect wind. Pedro doesn't know what to do. He is confused. He looks across the ocean, closes his eyes, and goes within within to his inner teacher. He knows that Antonio wouldn't leave him, but somehow he is oddly calm about it. Then he hears Antonio's voice once again telling him, when you have the wind, be sure to take it. Promise me you won't let anything stop you. Pedro realizes that Antonio wants him to make the journey now, and that he wants him to make it alone. Pedro doesn't want to leave without the old man, but deep in his heart he knows Antonio will never appear. And he knows that now is the moment when he must cast his fate upon the wind. So Pedro sets out alone, determined to make his dream come true. The wonderful wind and sun hold up for several days, but then the wind drops, and for several more days, the sailboat makes little progress. Pedro begins to worry, because he's used up his supplies of food and water. If the wind doesn't pick up, he will be in trouble. Then suddenly things change. As night approaches, a storm looms ahead. Pedro has never been this far from home in a storm this fierce. As night falls and Pedro faces a raging sea in the dark, he panics. In fact, he gets so frightened that he momentarily forgets to do what the old man has taught him. A huge wave breaks just beside the boat, throwing it off kilter. As the boat rights itself, Pedro finally jolts into reality. He hears Antonio's voice running through his head as if his old mentor were beside him. Whatever you do, repeats the voice, don't let the wind get the better of you. Don't panic. Turn the wind to your advantage. You can make it through anything if you remember that. Look at every wind as the wind of opportunity. Look at every challenge as something to be harnessed. Without the wind, you'd never get anywhere. With renewed strength, Pedro moves into action. He trims his sails, stows his cargo below the deck, and seals the hatches to keep the water out. The wind reaches gale force, whipping up monstrous waves that crash down on the boat again and again. 
All through the night, the lone sailboat and its sailor take a beating. Gasping and out of breath, Pedro says to himself, I just can't go on. I'm not going to make it. Then he hears Antonio's voice resounding in his ears. You can make it. You have what it takes. Never, never doubt yourself. Promise me you won't let anything stop you. Pedro whispers, Yes, I promise. Pedro binds himself to the mast so that he won't get swallowed up by the angry sea. And hour after hour, Pedro tacks against the storm, struggling to keep his sailboat afloat and on course and himself awake. When it is almost daybreak, the winds slowly begin to calm down, and finally Pedro allows himself to fall asleep. By morning, there is a sweet, calm breeze, and the sun is once again shining. And as Pedro opens his eyes, he sees waves breaking against a bank of dark cliffs. And to the right of those cliffs, he sees a tall, white lighthouse. And he hears the old man's words singing in his heart. On the way to the land, on the other side of the horizon, the seas are rough, but they are not too rough for you. Remember, remember, every challenge is an opportunity, and when the winds come, take them. Now aren't we all a bit like the young Pedro? Don't we look into the distance and long to visit a place where the people all live in harmony. Don't we feel impelled to leave the old ways and head toward the new shores? We know that leaving the old ways entails certain risks. We don't know what kind of waves we'll run into, and we don't know what kind of wind we'll be blowing. What are the waves and the wind? They are our karma. They are our karma. We have created that karma. They are the ups and downs of life. We seem to have very little control over them. And sometimes when it gets really bad, we panic. We panic. But as Antonio taught Pedro, it's not what happens to you that makes the difference. It's how you react to the circumstances of your life. Remember Antonio's words. Look at every wind as the wind of opportunity. Look at every challenge as something to be harnessed. Without the wind, you'd never get anywhere. In reality, it isn't the winds or the waves that will spell our defeat. It's whether or not we know how to use our sails, our spiritual tools to make the best of the winds. Fortunately, there are sages who have navigated these waters before us. They are the saints and adepts of East and West, known as the Ascended Masters. They show us how to build a strong mind and heart and soul that can, like a sturdy sailboat, 
carry us through the rough waters of our time. Like Antonio, they show us our mistakes so that we can learn how to fix those mistakes and forge an even stronger spirituality. Is it not our spirituality that we seek, that we desire, that we want to internalize, that we want to become? Or are we going to sit in these lowlands where there is no movement of the sea? We must understand that we are moving onward in new dimensions of oneness with God. Therefore, we should be not so attached to the human consciousness because the human consciousness will take us nowhere. Saint Germain is one such adept who has gone before us to point the way. During this seminar, you will be learning about his special solution to the challenges of our time. I'd like to tell you briefly how I came to know the Ascended Master Saint Germain, and I would like to introduce you to him because he is the Great One of our planetary body in these days. Ah, well, at some point we will introduce you to St. Germain again. We've certainly done that before. But we'll take a short break right now. When we come back, we'll talk some more about the winds of opportunity. Thanks for staying with us. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the masters of light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And we are back. Thanks again for staying with us. We've got one more segment here of our show today on the concept of opportunity. And as we've said in the past uh, shows, and we said, of course, today too, that opportunity always represents to us a choice. We don't have to take it, we have free will. But opportunity, nonetheless, is there for us if we want it. And uh, one of the, the quotes I recall from the um, lecture we just heard was that we are moving onward in new dimensions of oneness with God, and the human consciousness will get us nowhere. <laughs> yeah, you're stuck on the shore Yeah, um, if, if you stick with that. And Pedro would have been stuck on the shore and never gotten to the 
promised land, if that's what you want to call right. it, uh, to do that. And, you know, this reminds us, it's a very sweet story. Yes. And it reminds me somewhat of Jonathan Livingston Seagull. Mm-hmm. And that was a bestseller for those of you that are, 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 don't remember that or are too young. Uh, that was a phenomenal book. It sold millions and millions of copies. It and it actually has a, a very similar message about the willingness to step forward. If you haven't read that, it's, it's a short book. It's an easy read. Get out of the library. And, uh, mm-hmm. But it's, it's the same message. You have to be willing to take that next step. And he was taught, but he still had to make that choice himself. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, one, of the, one of the things I wanted to ask you, Sid, as I was inspired to write down and make a little note here, um, we, we're, we're pretty much focusing on the personal winds of opportunity, but what are the winds of opportunity today regarding national and world uh, challenges? Um, what, what can people take away from our show today with some of the information we've given them to help solve some of the world's problems. Well, I think, you know, as we shared before, uh, there's an equation on this planet. Mm-hmm. And it's an equation of light and equation of darkness. And they're not opposites because the light just displaces the darkness. It is no more. But what has happened on planet Earth, because of free will, the darkness is pretty pervasive in a lot of places on this planet. I mean, it's the, the people are in, in dire conditions around the world, whether through political means or physical means or suffering or whatever. So what is the solution? The solution is more light. What solution for our lives? More light. To embody more light, to be more of our Christ self. And what I love is that as we are pursuing our personal path, it doesn't have to be separate from world service because they they are hand in hand. We believe very much in world service and praying about specific world conditions. And if we don't know the solution, God does know them. God, take command of the situation in the Middle East. Take command of the situation in the Ukraine. Whatever it is on this planet, intercede for God's will to be done. So it really is an exciting concept that as we're working on our own spiritual path, we're not neglecting the world, we're not neglecting those that are in need of this world, and they go together. And the more we serve the world in terms of our prayers, the more we balance our karma, the more we get closer to God. So I think it's a parallel path. This is not going necessarily off in the Himalayas in a cave and meditating. Mm-hmm. It's staying in the world, it's being you know in the world but not of the world, and, and, and choosing to be different from the way the world thinks. Different in the sense that you are willing to trust God, you are willing to walk this path, whether your teacher be Jesus, and of course one of, he's one of the ascended masters or the others, they will guide you on this. And as you, as you are guided and are willing to walk this path, you'll be different. You'll be like Jonathan Livingston Seagull and like Pedro. You'll suddenly find yourself in a new place, maybe not physically, but spiritually will. And that's kind of a long answer, Terry, but I, I want to em- emphasize that, that this is not a selfish path, but it's one of enlightened self-interest, because the more light you have, the more you can do for others. I see. I and see so that, the planet is affected by that. That takes it out of the selfishness sort of a thing. If I do this, I will affect uh, mankind, Because basically. our motive isn't, yeah. you know, I want power, I want to be able to, da, 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 to have all the mastery the masters have, da-da-da-da, <laughs> so I, I can really go to town. <laughs> yeah. You know, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. You have to come in humility and devotion and God has, you have to prove yourself that you are able to handle whatever light God gives you. And that's part of the testing. Pedro was tested, mm-hmm. so we'll be tested. But that's great. And uh, because when we're tested, that means we can pass and move on to the next thing. Well, that's and right. we are reminded that we have what it takes to pass those tests. A, a test that we are faced with is not insurmountable. And they don't make them easy, because if they're easy, what's the yeah. point in them? You know, <laughs> I mean, although I was helping my daughter with her math last night, you know, sixth grade math, and... I, 
Uh, <laughs> this idea of, She's you know, teaching that, you. Oh, this is easy, honey. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's refer back and see what the book says about that concept. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we have to be willing to learn, be humble before God, and, and then see how God will use us. Yeah, you know, we're reminded, too, that there have been these navigators, these great way showers that have gone before us. You know, we we're talking about the Ascended Masters, that they know what we're going through. They, they've been there. There's nothing they haven't seen or done. You know, so we don't have to necessarily feel that we're alone. Oh, nobody can understand me. We've got a whole cadre of masters to draw upon in their experience. Yeah, they're willing to help us in any way they can. If we're willing to take our own step and own initiatives and willing to, to prove to them that it's a two-way street. We're not just going to be passive receivers, but we're going to take what they learn and we're going to work to implement it and use it in our lives. And one of the ways we can do that is by establishing a spiritual practice which could and perhaps should include meditation, prayer, decrees. And let's talk a bit about decrees and the power of that particular nav- navigational tool to help focus us on the way home. Well, uh, the main thing that comes to my mind is the power of the violet flame. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's one of the main flags that we wave here at the Summit Lighthouse and uh, what we're doing. So the violet flame is a is kind of a, for those that are new to this, it's, it's a little bit mystical, but it is a very high frequency when it is invoked by the power of the spoken word, which is the creative power by which all worlds were made, mm-hmm. then it it affects matter, it affects time and space, it affects all, actually all your four lower bodies, your spiritual body, your mental, emotional, and physical bodies. And so what we like to do is we like to get people started using the violet flame with very, very simple mantras. And there, we have some small pocketbooks that are available that we teach you how to do that. But, you know, I am a being of violet fire, I am the purity God desires. That uses the name of God, I am, and it invokes certain conditions. Right, and this is not, you know, this is not willpower. This is not <laughs> mental hypnosis. Right. This is acknowledging by the power of God within me, my I am presence, not by my human self, I have the authority to call forth light and put it to purpose in my life and on the planet. The violet flame is, called, is, is referred to as the universal solvent because it dissolves things that are not of God and not of the light. It transmutes karma. So the karma you have that has to physically, may not have to physically manifest in your world. You might, instead of having your house burned down, you might burn your finger because right. you transmuted most of that karma. So this is a gift of God and of St. Germain for this age, for those that want to accelerate on their spiritual path, that are truly sorry for their mistakes of yesterday and, and 10,000 years ago, what can I do, God? And the grace of God has given us, it's a mercy flame, the way to do it, if we invoke it, it's not automatic. <laughs> and so when we call this forth, as you mentioned, Tom, we believe very firmly in daily devotions and uh, some kind of altar in your home or whenever you can be quiet and still, whether it's first thing in the morning or whatever works for you. But this is the beginning of the path. It's the practice of practical spirituality that will bring change. And don't we all seek change? And when we feel the, the, the winds and the waves, those are our karmas, you know. Yes, yes. And so when... When we feel those in our world, we say it's windy, it's, the waves are beating against me, that's the time to take up the violin. You know, I love to quote I read the other day, uh, one of the masters and one of their teachings said, you know, the concept of happily ever after sounds quite dull. In other words, you just sit around and do nothing? I mean, I've heard people say they don't want to go to heaven if all people do is sit around on clouds. Well, obviously that's not what happens. There's a whole universe to explore, to develop, to do. So we don't seek the absence of challenge. 
We'd like to have it in balance, of course. Yes, but <laughs> challenge is what brings us. The winds are what take us where we go, and that can be the winds of karma. And you can mitigate those winds and the storms of the wind by the use of the violet flame and by our devotion and service to life. God is ready to help us, but we have to, 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 bring, to make the equation there mm-hmm. for God to intercede, which is, of course, asking God because of our free will and you know, doing those things we can do that we know to do that will change things in our lives so that we can hold a greater light, hold a greater balance, perform a greater service to life. You know, if you want to serve life, you've got to start somewhere. And, you know, Archangel Michael began as an elemental guarding a blade of grass. <laughs> so we have to start somewhere, and God will incrementally give you things to do. And because of the nature of the light within us, what you do spiritually can affect millions of people on this planet. Indeed. Now, that was not a misprint or a misspeak. Millions of people Indeed. can be affected because it is the power of God within you. And if we allow God to, be, to use our instrument and call forth that light, you can change the equation of light and darkness on this planet. That's right. That's and, right. you know, on a personal level, as you practice with the violet flame, you find yourself turning what has been felt perhaps in the past as a kind of endurance, you know, this, my life is hard or whatever's going on. And then you become grateful for the opportunity. You make this shift from endurance to gratitude. And another one that we like to talk a lot about is you turn the sense of suffering and the sinful sense into joy, that suddenly things are opening up, opportunities are presenting themselves, the learning is accelerating, and you know you're going someplace. It doesn't mean it's easy. Oh, but no. what it means is that, you know, and every time you have a little victory, it's thrilling. You know, it know, is. Every time when I turn away from that donut, I mean, the <laughs> thrill of victory is on me, i got to tell you. Oh. You know, and that's where I'm at in life sometimes. Especially but, the one with chocolate on top. But right? anyway, you know, that's what encourages you. Oh, yeah. God. I think maybe I actually passed this test, you know. <laughs> yeah. And so it, it, it gets exciting because you're going someplace and it, you, you have to go deep within. I mean, it never changes. I mean, I spend more time on my knees than I ever have been in my life mm-hmm. to ask God for understanding and wisdom and where I go from here and what I do. But it is really exciting. And the winds of opportunity are there on planet Earth in this hour. I mean, People listening to this could be anywhere on this planet. We have people on every continent to hear this radio show. Mm -hmm. It's an opportunity. How how would you ever else get these teachings? Um, But it's an age of opportunity if we'll take advantage of it. And remember that that mastery is incremental. Don't storm heaven. Don't get all all enthusiastic and just charge forward. Take your time. There's a certain level of calmness in the center of the storm that you can, you know... (laughs) Use to your advantage. Be willing to be as a little child. I mean, yeah. we know that. That's what Jesus taught. Unless you, unless you become as a little child, you can't make it. Unless you become childlike before God and the spiritual path and say, you know, I need to learn. I need to be taught. I need to practice these things. And, and you know, pride will keep you from God as quickly as anything else and arrogance. I'm a special person because I know about the Ascended Masters. Well, so what? The devils know about the Ascended Masters, too, and they tremble, <laughs> yeah. you know, as Jesus said. It, it's only implementation of the truth and the light in humility and love. And that's the path that we are to walk, and we can walk if we're willing to do so. What's, what's the best little book that, uh, that people can get regarding the Violet Flame? Violet Flame to Heal Body, Mind, and Soul. And actually, we have that um, as a free download. If you go down to Violet Flame Books, tsl.org slash Violet Flame Book, singular, you'll find a download link. You can take that book home and digitally 
Uh-huh. Put it in your digital pocket and read it when you want to. Um, I, you know, we're, we're coming up very quickly now on the close of the show already. It's amazing how fast it goes. Oh, yeah. A couple of points I want to make sure we stress, and that is that opportunity is not limitless. It's good to be vigilant. It's good to be aware of the situations that you may face in your life and be prepared for them when you can be by using, you know, we talked about the violet flame meditation, having the teachings of the Ascended Masters as a foundation for how you approach and deal with and conquer your life and make it to the other, the other shore, the, you know, across past the other horizon. So, you know, opportunity is something that everybody gets. You're listening to this right now. This is an opportunity to, to investigate, to go a little deeper, to find out more. So take advantage of it as you choose. We don't want to tell you what to do. <laughs> but we suggest strongly that study. Don't, don't allow yourself to sleep the sleep of death, which is what our culture in the West especially teaches. You know, eat, drink, and be merry before tomorrow you shall die. Well, that's the culture of the fallen angels. It's not the culture of the sons and daughters of God. That is the way of the world. It is not the way of those that have the light of God, the threefold flame within their hearts, and truly seek to become and fulfill their divine destiny. Indeed. Well, I'm and, you know, and, you know, we want to hear from you folks. Let us know what your victories are. Yeah, e- that's good. Email us at webradio at tsl.org, webradio at tsl.org. Yes. Tell us about your victories. Please do that. We'd love to hear them. And, as we like to say, though the upward path may sometimes be difficult, <laughs> the rewards are out, out of, of this, this world. world. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you again for joining us this week. Remember, tell your friends and family that they can listen to us live each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Noon Mountain on Voice America's 7th Wave Channel. For more information about The Open Door and The Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website, www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.